Pod People. Relax. Welcome to Ghost Honeys Dream Machine. Okay, gentle listeners, let's go ahead and listen to another one of the cassette tapes from that moldy old box that I found on my doorstep the other week. Woof, what is my life now? I really hope it's another one of those Wizard About Town episodes. And if you have no idea what I'm talking about, go ahead and listen to the episode of this little podcast from three weeks ago titled Chapter 2. Norman the Ghost. Alrighty, let's try uh, this tape. Welcome, creatures of the day and creatures of the night. I am your wise and host, Wizard Oak, and you are listening to Wizard About Town. Your nightly source for news and all ongoings here in our magical little community is Rove. Tonight I am joined by a long-term resident of Hazel Grove. I know them as the raven that lives in the tree outside my bedroom window. Residents of Hazel Grove may know them as Broderick. Thank you for being here today. Tell us a little about yourself, your business, and what brought you to Hazel Grove. Yeah, hello. Thank you for having me, Wizard Oak. It's so nice to be inside, isn't it? It sure is. Tell us, how long have you lived in Hazel Grove? Hmm, yeah, I'm not too sure. Tom feels real slippery around here. Maybe three or no. 250 years or so, yeah. Wow, pardon my shock. I just didn't know ravens could live that long. Yeah, well, I'm not really a raven, am I? You're not? No, I'm a guy that's been cursed for eternity. I thought you knew that about me. Sorry, no, I didn't. If you feel comfortable, could you share with the listeners the details of the curse? Oh, sure. Yeah, it was because I stole a loaf of bread from a witch. Now, in my defense, I was a little lad. Bread was a luxury for families like mine, and I was playing my part as the local town scallywag. So this witch cursed you to live forever as a raven, just for stealing some bread? Yeah, well, not just any bread. It had, like, garlic and herbs in it. Ah, I see. Real crusty kind of bread. Oh, it was worth it. What's been maybe the most challenging part of living forever as a raven? Oh, probably seeing all my loved ones age and die. Oh my. Yeah. And the diet. I can live forever, so it don't really matter too much what I do eat, but I don't handle stomach aches well. No. So I have to eat the occasional beetle, uh, caterpillar, unsalted peanuts are great if you can come by them. I wish I had known Broderick. I would have been happy to provide you with unsalted peanuts. Wow, really? Gee, that's nice of you. It's a little embarrassing to say, Broderick, but I didn't even realize you could talk until about two months ago. 
Yeah, I suppose I've been a little too shy to say hello over the past couple of years. But I've watched you do this show for a while now and I thought, yeah, come on Broderick, these are good people, let's put ourselves out there. Well, I'm glad you decided to do that. And my apologies for, uh, all of the times I disrobed with no regard to the raven outside the window. Ah, oh, no worries, there isn't much I haven't seen. After you turn about 150 years old, you lose all sense of shame. I'm sure you've bared witness to a lot over the years. Would you mind telling me and the listeners what you like to do in your spare time? Oh, I love to have a look around at stuff. Trees and clouds. Love to do a bit of light eavesdropping now and then. Steal a shiny object like a button on the ground. Hide it in a chimney. You know, classic raven stuff. You know, Broderick, if you'd like, I could try to help you find a way to break this curse. Oh, I know how to break it. Pretty simple, really. Just need true love's kiss. Oh, that's so simple. We can find your true love. We could take out an advertisement in the Grove Gazette. What are you looking for in a romantic partner? Hmm. Thing is, I'm not too sure I want to settle down. Kind of just like doing my own thing. Sort of a lone wolf. Feel like I'm content being by myself and being a raven. Maybe too set in my ways. Also, flying is the shit, and I'm a little scared of dying. Oh yeah, flying is the shit. How did you come to Hazel Grove? Well, one day, I was feeling a tired introspective. I was flying around. The year was 1979. I remember because everyone was blasting Heart of Glass by Blondie. You couldn't escape that song that year. I was flying higher and higher trying to get away from that song. It's a fine song, but you know how it is when the radio plays something to death. So, I'm flying, and it's a hot summer day. I'm riding the updrafts, and I'm just sort of admiring the heat waves coming off of the roofs of the cars, right? Naturally. It's a beautiful phenomenon to see when you think about it. Yeah, truly. Well, I was just looking at the air rippling in the heat. And I started thinking about how hot that bread was when I ate it out of that witch's oven all those years ago. I remember standing on my grimy tippy toes, peeking through the ivy around her window, seeing the hot air dance around the oven door. And then, I started thinking about how the air danced around the witch's fingers when she caught me eating that bread and cast that spell on me. Then, out of nowhere... It was like the hot air waves around the car was growing and growing and suddenly everything looked like a heat mirage. The clouds, the trees, everything was sort of wiggling. Then everything went so bright I couldn't see where I was flying or feel the air current that was lifting me. I lost track of time and space and thought, alright, yeah, the world's ended, that's fine. What do I do from here? Were you scared? Nah, always wondered if I would end with the world when the time came. But I was cursed to live forever, wasn't I? And the earth isn't the boss of time, is it? What happened next? Well, I started to feel a little colder. And the blinding white lights turned into a heavy white fog. Suddenly, I couldn't feel the condensation of it move through my wings. So I flew a little lower and the fog thinned out and I saw grey moody skies and dark lush green grass and a grove of mangled hazel trees and a charming little village that reminded me of home. 
There are several different ways of entering Hazel Grove, but every once in a while, the hazel trees around Hazel Grove will play it loosey-goosey with the parameters of time and space and extend their branches in welcome to someone special. It seems to me like Hazel Grove wanted you here. Gee, that makes me feel special. I thought maybe I'd flown back to London and just spaced out on the way. But everything looked old and the rivers looked too clean and I didn't see any cars or metal, really. So, you arrived in Hazel Grove, unsure of how you got here. What did you do next? Kind of just hopped around and realized, oh, there's a lot of magic here. Thought I'd better lay low, play the part of a regular bird for a while, do a little spying, didn't want to get cursed again. And you know how it goes, you blink and suddenly a century had passed and I realized I hadn't talked to anyone in a long time. But after listening to a few episodes of your show, I realized everyone's real kind. Were you lonely? Not terribly. You know, I've always been an observer, even before I was a bird. I feel just as content sitting out of the conversation and witnessing it as I do being an active participant. I just thought, I've enjoyed the weather here and the architecture and observing these people's lives. Maybe it's time to be a little more vulnerable. Broderick... It has been an honor to learn so much about you, and I'm thrilled that you feel ready to open up with the world. If I may be so bold, I feel like this chat has turned us from neighbors to... friends? Yeah, I think so too. I will be sure to keep some unsalted peanuts out for you from here on out. Oh yeah, that'll be a true delight. Is there anywhere my listeners can find you, should they want to reach out and be friends? Yeah, on Wednesdays I love to sit on the top of the fountain in town square, have a little birdie birth, do a spot of watching. What am I chatting with people there? Excellent. Roderick, I can't wait for our next chat. Thank you so much for listening to Wizard About Town. Join us again tomorrow night for another dazzling look inside the lives of those who call Hazel Grove their home. Until we meet again. Ghost Honey's Dream Machine will be back after this break. Greetings, gentle listeners. I hope you've been doing well. I am so excited to talk to you today about my very first book. It's called Gentle Chaos, Poems, Tales, and Magic. This book is a collection of poems, images, personal stories, and vignettes that explore magic, queerness, lost history, love, and death and the enchantment and comfort to be found in the weird, the dark, and the different. There's also pictures of teeth. The holiday season is fast approaching, and this book could make the perfect gift for the sensitive, death-obsessed weirdo in your life. And you can purchase it now wherever you buy books. Not only is there a book, but there is also a companion oracle card deck, a guided journal, and an audiobook recorded by yours truly, available wherever you listen to books. I hope you enjoy this book just as much as I do, and happy holidays from me to you. Ghost Honey's Dream Machine is brought to you by dreams. Good ones, sad ones, scary ones, bad ones. Mm -mm. They all taste good to me. Welcome back, gentle listeners. 
Hmm. Wow. A talking bird. Hey, Moon. What did you think of this tape? Ravens are the birds I'll miss the most when I die. If only the darkness into which we must look were composed of the black light of their limber intelligence. If only we did not have to die at all. Instead, become ravens. Louis Yerditch. Moon, stop. You're gonna live forever, right? <laughs> I don't know. Moon, have you heard of this radio show before? Wizard About Town? I tried googling it, but couldn't find anything. It's hard to say. When you're the moon, sometimes it feels like you're listening to eight billion radio stations at once. I see. Well, good night, moon. Well, gentle listeners, I guess we'll just listen to these tapes one at a time to try and figure out what's going on and understand where they came from. Don't worry, I won't listen to any without you. I have a feeling that I'll need as much help as I can to get to the bottom of the mystery that is these recordings. Sweet dreams for now. Ghost Honey's Dream Machine was written by me, Tyler Gesa. It was co-created by me and my friends at Pod People, who make this lovely little podcast come to life. Rachel King, Matt Saff, Chris Jacobs, Danielle Roth, Morgan Foose, and Anne Fuse. Special thanks to Barbara Jones and Mark Fisher at Outshine Talent and all my family and friends. If you love Ghost Honey's Dream Machine, the best thing you can do is share it with a friend. And if you're an overachiever, please leave a glowing review and rate us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. You can follow me at Ghost Honey on TikTok and at Tyler Gesa everywhere else to stay tuned on all Dream Machine news. And please, if you feel so inclined, go ahead and submit your own dreams at the link in any of my social media bios. I may include it in an upcoming episode. Bye for now. <laughs>